need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, this is Alex, and you're tuned into the Market Adventures podcast. It's Friday, January 15th, and if you're a trader, Friday has suddenly become the most boring day of the week. I mean, when the market closes, all we can think about is getting to Monday. Losing at anything is never easy. Make matters worse, losing money is especially hard. Let's talk about how to handle losses when trading in the markets. Stay tuned. Investing in real estate is way easier than investing in the stock market. I mean, way easier. But if you decide to join us on this adventure, let me help you. Download my free beginner's trading plan at mytradingplan.org. You get some entry and exit criteria as well as rules, mindset for option trading and swing trading. Download the free trading plan to help you get started building a blueprint for your own trading strategy in the future. That's mytradingplan.org so you can start trading today. So I did my best to break this down to a couple of steps. And this was especially important for me the last couple of days because I lost money in the markets. I On one trade, I was up where I was supposed to be. And instead of taking my profits, I sat and ended up losing a couple hundred dollars. So this is uh, applicable to everybody, every single person who trades, even Warren Buffett. And I mention him all the time because he is the um, he is the miracle of Omaha, right? The prototypical uh, investor. And even he loses. I mean, he has to. So for us traders, non-Warren Buffetts, it's especially important for us to make sure that we understand what to do when we lose because losing a couple hundred dollars today and losing a couple thousand dollars tomorrow or losing a couple million dollars in the case of investors as large as Buffett, handling them is going to be the same thing. Regardless of the amount that you lose, you have to know how to handle it. So the first step for me was to confirm, right? Did I follow my strategy? Did I deviate from my strategy in any way? Did I wait until all the indicators were flashing green? Did I wait until the price action matched what I wanted? And did I essentially follow what has helped me win in the past? If I did those things, then that's fantastic. If I didn't, then I have to address my discipline right away. I don't move on to the next two steps. If I didn't follow my strategy, then I know exactly what the problem is. You didn't. You weren't disciplined. You didn't stick to your strategy, either your entry or your exit, right? For me, in this case, when I was winning, I met my exit criteria. 
I should have gotten out, but I didn't. So before I go to the next two steps, the first step is confirm, uh, is to uh, confirm, did I follow my strategy? In this case, I didn't. So that means that I don't need the next two steps. The next time I trade, I do the exact same thing I did last time, except for this time, stay disciplined. Now, if you did follow your strategy, you didn't deviate, that takes us to step number two, analyze, right? And this is the fastest step. This is the quickest step. We get into this step, we get out. When I was running track and field in college and then even after college, I suffered from what was called paralysis analysis. Because I spent so many years coaching myself and teaching myself, because I spent so many years at practice having to feel my own body's movements and make adjustments, record videos, and after every single rep, go back and look at the video to see what I was doing, I spent so much time analyzing myself that I found it hard to not analyze myself during competition. And the reality of it is, in competition, you don't want to analyze at all. You want to enter a flow state. So for trading, we don't want to spend a lot of time analyzing because that's going to paralyze us in the future. We want to jump into step two and then jump right out. What does step two entail? Analyzing is to say, okay, was was the outcome a result of something out of my control? Was it a result of a faulty trading strategy or was it something that happened out of nowhere? For example, if you were trading the day of the Capitol riots, did a down day or an up day happened that were out of your control. You couldn't have predicted that that was going to happen, right? You couldn't have predicted um, an impeachment of Donald Trump in the House. You couldn't have predicted any of these things. Was it something that was out of your control that had the markets react in a way that was not consistent with what you expected? Or did you ignore any red flags? Maybe you saw something building up that you ignored. So for me... What I'm noticing, what I've been noticing the last couple of days is the uh, interest rate on the bonds. The way that they're moving right now, I think we're setting up for some kind of a correction. I don't know if it's now, if it's in the future. We had some global data, uh, some economic data coming out for the U.S. the last couple of days that I saw as red flags, but I'm not acting on it until I know I'm right. But those are some red flags that I'm not going to ignore. I'm going to pay attention to them this time. So that's the analysis phase, right? We're in and out. Was the outcome out of your control? Did you notice any red flags that may that you may have been able to avoid that situation? Had you acted on the red flags? After the analysis, right, we jump to acceptance. Now more than ever, knowledge makes money. There's no better way to make money in your sleep than by demonstrating your expertise through building online courses. If you want to make a nationwide impact and solidify your leadership as an entrepreneur, creating a five-star course is a must. Creating a five-star course from scratch is a masterclass on producing and selling courses quickly and profitably. Learn how you can make a living income and build wealth through teaching others what you already know. Visit moneyforknowledge.com to learn more. That's moneyforknowledge.com to learn how you can turn your skill into a living income and build wealth. Hey.
Now, acceptance is a major, major key. What is acceptance? We have to understand that trading the market is a probabilities game. It's not a perfection game. You can't go out there and spend thousands of dollars on a trading plan and expect to win every single time. There's nothing. There's no algorithm. There's no um, trading bot, investo bot, robo investor out there that can win every single time. The Motley Fool has a, a, a program that advertises you know 300% uh, profit over the last couple of years in comparison to the spy. I mean, I mean that's fine. That's great. But it doesn't mean that some of their picks weren't losses, right? Losing is essential. If there wasn't a way to lose in every situation, then the platform wouldn't exist to earn money. Because somebody, some way, somehow, in the last couple hundred years that people have been investing in trading, somebody would have been able to figure out an algorithm to win every single time. But the fact of the matter is, you cannot win every single time. Losing is essential to make sure the platform stays in existence. The reality of the markets, right, is it's a zero-sum game. What that means is the house always wins. Even if the buyers win, the house still gets a piece. (laughs) Even if the losers win, even if the losers lose, the house gets a piece on top of your losses, right? Buyers lose and sellers lose. At the end of the day, we both lose to the house. Our job is to lose just a little bit less than the next guy. Now, the purest form of competition is found in this type of market. Reason being, even though the house always wins, we can't play against the house. Our job is not to beat the house. This isn't a casino, right? In the casino, we're trying to beat the house. The odds are drastically against you. But when you're in the stock market, even though we acknowledge the house always wins, we are playing the game against the guy on the other side of the screen or the gal on the other side of the screen or the banker on the other side of the screen. It's a 1v1 competition where one person has to win and one person has to lose, right? One person has to win, one person has to lose. It's the purest form of competition. Even in basketball, LeBron James can lose a game. I mean, he's lost more finals than he's won. But his stats are going to make him the greatest player of all time. So he can drop 40 40 points, 10 rebounds, and 10 assists, lose the game, and he'll be highlighted as MVP of the game, right? That's not a lose-lose situation. It's not a lose-lose situation. The stock market is. You can get everything right if you lose you lose. But that's also the beauty of it. So our job, in short, is not to try to win every single time. Because at the end of the day, right, the people that create the market, they're putting their money out into the world to try to bring back more than they put out, right? That's how the stock market works. You're putting money in in the hopes that you pull more out than you put in, pull out more than your original investment. And what that means is, There is somebody out there trying to take your money. Make no mistake about that. Now, they don't know you. They don't need to know you. They just want money. But if you're trading in the stock market, it goes the same way. You're trying to take somebody else's money. There's no animosity there. That doesn't make you a bad person. But the reality of it is the money's floating there. It's your job to to take it. And that works with anything, real estate, forex, anything. 
Your job is that you're trying to capture money that belongs to somebody else. So because of the nature of the game is a contest, we can only work to win more often than we lose, but we can never try to not lose. If you try to not lose, you're going to invite more losses. That's the law of attraction. What you focus on will appear in your life more often. That's why the analysis phase, the analyze phase, is the shortest because we're taking time to look at the loss and saying, okay, what happened? We want to get in and get out of it. We don't want to spend a lot of time there. Now, another, another key is to don't try to make up for the loss, right? Don't try to make up for the loss. That's like asking a casino for the money back because you bet wrong. Understand that once you've gone through acceptance, the last trade doesn't exist anymore. Once you've gone through, you've confirmed that you followed your strategy, once you've analyzed what happened in the market that caused that to happen, after you've accepted that losing is essential, that's fine, on to the next one, that trade cannot exist anymore, right? The only way that trade exists is to remind you that your winner is next, that's it. That's how you should that's how you should feel. If you lost a trade, the only reason that you should even think about that trade, even for an iota of a second, is to say, "Well, I lost that trade, but it's only a, it's a matter of probabilities between my winners coming up soon." Or my big winners coming. That's how you look at it. Right? That confidence, right? Once you've accepted the risk that all uh, every single possibility is out there to win and to lose, once you've accepted that and you've made a plan, that confidence is key. Confidence and having a short-term memory span and saying, boom, let's move faster. Now, let's be realistic. Some trading plans suck. That I'm not here to say anything mean about somebody or their way of thinking or even myself. I mean, There's no guarantee my trading plan is the best in the world, and I'm not saying it is. What I'm saying is some trading plans suck. There are mistakes in trading plans. Even in mine, I'm sure somebody could find a mistake in mine, and I'm sure I could find a mistake in somebody else's. What works for some people doesn't work for others. But the idea is if you're having a string of losses that you can't explain, reevaluate your plan. Now, keep the confidence. You need the confidence because when you get the new plan, it's the confidence that makes it work. But if you're losing consistently and you don't know why you're losing, reevaluate your plan. Reevaluate your strategy. Once you've reevaluated it, keep that confidence and that confidence is now fuel to allow the next plan to bring you in profits. The next time you trade, attack. The next time you sit down at the computer or pull up your phone or whatever, Move in a sense of a, of of a attacking, right? Moving in a flow, not overthinking, not overanalyzing, not saying, well, I lost the trade last time because I did this. No, it doesn't exist anymore. Once you've confirmed that you followed your strategy, once you've analyzed what happened to cause you to lose, and once you've accepted that everything is possible in this game, it's a, uh, a pure contest between one person and another, if you lost... Accept the probability that your big winner is next. And that's how you handle losing trades in the stock market. That's how you handle losing trades in the stock market. And that's how you move on to the next trade to make sure the next trade is a winner.
I can't tell you how happy I am that you all stuck around. I can't tell you how happy I am that you've subscribed and that every day you're tuning in to hear what I have to say. I absolutely love it. And I hope that I'm helping you. I hope that every episode you can find some value in. And even if it doesn't pertain to you on that particular day that you're sharing with with a friend or a family member that it may be able to help them as well. Right. I saw a movie a few years back that even today I still remember the name of the movie and I keep it in my heart. Right. Pay it forward. If you have something to give, give. Now, if what you have to give is you're giving this podcast to somebody else, then dope give. Everything that I do, everything that I learn, I'm going to give to you as well in the form of education and commentary. That's why we're here. Everybody can eat. We're all on this quest together, right? We're all aiming for financial freedom, either for ourselves, for our family, whatever your goal is. And we know that even though we have each other, even though we're secure in our relationship together as podcast host and listener and friends and family of listener, we understand that we're not here for the security. We're here to experience an adventure together on our way to time freedom. So, you know, our motto here, and I'm going to say it again. I kind of just said it in our quest for time freedom and in our quest for financial freedom. Don't seek security. Seek adventure.